What up, world? Welcome to Life Coach Charlie. I am your host, Charlie. I don't know anything. I don't know everything, but I want to talk about something. All right. This is the podcast and you're listening to Life Coach Charlie. I appreciate you. Episode four. Is your food killing you? You know what? You know what I'm you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of hearing about how my food is always killing me. Everything I'm eating, right? It's killing me. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it. Every single thing you put in your face these days has a negative connotation on how you're going to survive for the next 30 years. They just said that hot dogs are taking all. I I, I believe they said every hot dog. I, I can't remember for sure. But it's something like 30 minutes off your life. Every single hot dog that you eat. Process that, right? When you when you eat, do you think about these things? Do you think about death and food? Do you do you equate do you equate your heart health with what you eat? Do do you even think about it? Like as a society, what we what we eat is absolutely insane. We have fast food that literally will put you in the hospital. But that's what we eat, right? You don't want to cook. Guess what happens? You 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 work all day. Go to work. Some people some people are up at five o'clock to get ready for work. And you go to work. You 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 you're dealing with everything you got going on. Your 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 coworkers, your supervisors. People coming in, just delivering packages. You got deadlines. You, 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 you may even bring a brown bag of lunch of what you made last night. It may be pasta with chicken. It may be Fredo, chicken Alfredo. It could be anything, right? It could be lamb. It could be meatloaf. A lot of people like meatloaf. And... You eat that, you drink whatever. A lot of people like Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. They drink. I see a lot of people drinking Diet Cokes and stuff. I used to anyway. I don't think, do people still drink Diet Cokes? I'm not sure. So you do all that. Lunch is never enough. That's not enough to sustain you to the next day, right? So you're going to have dinner. A lot of people start thinking about dinner at work. They're at their desk thinking about what they're going to have for dinner, right? You start thinking, hmm, I have some frozen salmon but i didn't take that out i have some meatballs but we just had meatballs i don't want that so you start thinking of all this stuff but do you think of anything in that freezer or fridge that could literally kill you right i want to talk about that because i don't think we're thinking about that i don't think we are putting now some people are over the top there they're online. They're telling you to just drink water and eat broccoli or, or or just drink water and eat only greens and eat oatmeal. Right. And you even got some of these people so far. There's a guy. There's plenty of guys, but there's one guy I can think of. He's on Instagram. I think his name is raw boy. He doesn't even cook his food anymore. He doesn't eat anything if it's not full on raw. So we've gotten so 
one way or the other that now we can't even cook it because cooking it is bad for you. And, and that's what they're telling us now that cooking your food is bad for you. I've heard it all. I've heard that when they fry the first of all, I've heard fried food is bad for you. But then I've heard that when they fry it, the little crispy edges that people love so much are the deadliest part because that's the carcinogens, right? We, we, we've heard that if we've spent any amount of time talking to someone who's, who's on a health kick, right? I've heard that coffee's bad. I've heard that nuts are bad. Then I've heard that coffee's good. Then I've heard that nuts are good. I'm going to be honest with you. When I watch the news, right? I can guarantee you, if I don't know anything else in this world, within six months, there'll be another study telling you that coffee is bad. And then in another six months, there'll be another story telling you that coffee is good. Not to mention wine. First, it was too many glasses of wine will kill you. Then it was, no, you want to drink at least a, a, a glass a day because it's healthy. I can't even keep up anymore, right? I used to think that I used to get in, I, used, I used to tell everybody that I could that I could speak with, right? I would they would they, anyone trying to lose weight. I had this guaranteed weight loss. I was like, you know what you got to do, right? And like, what? What do you have to do? What, I, we we've always known this. This has never been something that was a mystery you just drink water and eat chicken breast every single day no nothing no starch nothing water chicken breast boom you eat that every day you'll lose 50 pounds you lose however many pounds you want until your body can't take any more loss that was my theory that that was all you needed to do and i don't think i'm that far off i think that that is an actual fact but your body needs more than that your body needs more than chicken breast and water but then you're going to say well how do i cook the chicken breast can i fry it can i batter it up and that's where we get dicey so so many different things right some people say eating chicken breast in and of itself is destructive because it's red meat right i i was i was a practicing pescatarian for at least four years, right? Only, only fish, veggies, a little dairy, no meat, none of that stuff, right? And I, I, I hate to like blame it on my mom, but my mom passed. I don't know what happened, but I went and had a had a uh, a Chick Fil A, a sandwich from Chick Fil A. I don't know if it was grief. I don't know what it was, but I had a sandwich for Chick-fil-A. I was like, this is in my mom's name, right? And boom, started eating meat again, sparingly, right? But that scares me because what happened was I watched this show on Netflix called What the Health. And if anybody watched What the Health and didn't stop eating meat that exact same day, you might low-key hate yourself. <laughs> I'm being a little dramatic, but I did watch that show. And I honestly walked away. Me and my wife, we were like, we can't touch meat. 
We can't touch cheese, dairy, nothing. Nothing, right? It made you feel like you were going to gag if you put any animal products in your mouth. Which was the purpose of the film. Now, like I said, that film, when I stopped eating, when I stopped eating meat, that was the major cause of it, was that film. But I also had colon cancer, which I had surgery and I had had to recover. And I also had months of chemo, which I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, right? End of the day, it was a pretty big toll. And they told me that it was a genetic situation. I personally think it was my eating. I ate in a week's time as since I was a child, as since as I, as, as, as since I could take money to the counter of a McDonald's and pay for my food. I've been buying cheeseburgers since I could barely walk. I was eating cheeseburgers. And as an adult, I literally ate doubles, sometimes triple cheeseburgers, right? It sounds insane. But I ate that in a week, in a seven day span. I probably ate cheeseburgers five times a week. Minimum. Now, I may be exaggerating, but I ate a lot of cheeseburgers, a lot of hot dogs, a lot of chicken, a lot of KFC, a lot of nuggets. I used to love nuggets, Wendy's nuggets, McDonald's nuggets. Love them, right? Go to the doctor and he'll say, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. You're healthy as a horse. I literally was told that by a doctor. So he's like, what are you doing? Because you're healthy. And I'm like, I'm just eating cheeseburgers and nuggets and milkshakes, French fries. So it's like I have a medical doctor telling me what I'm doing is just right. So I'm going to keep doing it. Super size me Coke, Sprite, orange, all of that. My idea of healthy drinking was to get the orange from McDonald's that had no, 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 no acid, no, no, no fizz in it. The high C orange and a filet of fish. That was healthy to me. High C orange with a filet of fish, which I love filet of fish. Right. Along came the dollar menu and all these things. It just was just impossible not to eat this stuff. Especially just being young and you, you don't have the kind of money that you need to have for this to, to, to have a healthy lifestyle. So let's talk about that. A healthy lifestyle. When do you decide that you need a healthy lifestyle? I learned I had colon cancer at 45 years old. They don't even require you to get tested until you're 50. I learned that 45 because I was having internal issues that wouldn't subside. I even went to a guy in some house up in the woods that was doing 
colon cleansings where you got on this this is for lack of a better word right a bathtub type of situation and he ran the holes in your rectum and he put the water on really high i mean this is it's it sounds very real crazy but it was way more professional than it sounds right it's like a medical procedure somewhat and he pushed everything out of your colon and you went about your way now i went he tried to push everything out barely anything came out he told my wife you need to go see someone take him to see someone something's not right and this is the guy that when i walked in the door told me to not trust anything that western medicine has to offer you he literally his whole mantra was western medicine is a joke and he told me to go see a doctor so i go see a doctor get the diagnosis boom you have stage three colon cancer we need to operate immediately within a month i was on the table After I had the surgery and I got the chemo, I was told through a genetic marker that I had the DNA of th- that caused my ailment, right? I don't believe that it was the marker. I believe it was the hot dogs, the cheeseburgers, the, the chicken fingers. The nonstop fried food that ended up almost killing me, right? Not only that, around the very same time I got this diagnosis, I was told a story of another man who got the exact same diagnosis. And when they opened him up, they closed him back up because there was nothing they could do. His cancer was so far gone. They had no choice. They could not fix him and he perished. He died, right? So you may say, if they're telling you it was a genetic thing, why are you saying it was your food? Because they can't say for sure if that gene is what gave me that. But you know your body, right? You know your body. And for years... I was like, this feels wrong. I know too many people with diabetes, too many people with high blood pressure, just hypertension, all kind of stuff going on. And they have one thing in common. They love chicken. They love burgers. They wouldn't dare set foot in a, in a vegan cookout. Some of them would literally fight you if they showed up. And all you was trying to serve them was vegan food. Literally might catch you in the eyeball. Right. So what do we do? Where do we meet in the middle? A lot of us are dying in our 40s. A lot of men are dying before they get the test to even say I was lucky because I had such a great doctor and it wasn't my normal doctor. I had I had a female doctor see me because my doctor was out that day. And he was never suggesting tests. He was one of these old school guys. He ended up retiring. Because he was just so out of touch with things 
as they were changing. I had this young female saw me. She was like, I'm going to have you go get some tests because I don't like I don't like what you're 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 telling me. She saved my life because this guy was telling me like it was an acid or something. Right. So what I'm saying is. People are dropping dead in their 40s with guts full of cancer. Because of what they're eating. And I don't know if we're putting any thought into this. Are we thinking about. Yeah, you don't got to change everything, but some of this, some of this stuff we can do better with. Right. And I went through a phase. I was like, now, don't get me wrong. I, I still try to eat really well. Right. I try to eat a lot of veggies, a lot of I try to eat like clean food. I try to eat like Chipotle and stuff, things like that. Don't get me wrong. I still fool around when I shouldn't. I, I do it sparingly, but I'll I'll still get something that I shouldn't have should have zero reason eating. Let's put it like that. But I'm much more aware of how many times I do that. So what I'm saying is, as a whole, what are we doing to make it better? For ourselves before we end up on that surgery table. Right? It wasn't no joke. It was no joke. They cut, they took a portion of my colon out. I couldn't even use the bath. I I could not walk for weeks to even just move my body. It was the slightest movement was torture. You don't want those problems. And then chemo, you don't want those problems. So what I'm saying. What are we doing to prevent these things? How are we how are we working to make these things not occur in our bodies? Our bodies, I used to hear they used to tell us when we were young. Your body is a temple and what you put in it is what you get out. You keep putting not so good things in it you're going to get not so good things out right so me i'm thinking about this after the fact after i was cut open and stuff removed now i'm thinking about health wise i know some people who health is not coming back not because they're passed away They're here and alive with horrible health conditions that are not getting any better and they're not changing their eating accordingly to deal with it. So with that being said, where should we start? Where should we start? So what I did, right? I went and Googled some stuff about food in general. Just about a few things that they say are bad, for lack of a better word, right? I went and got this list off of, what was it? Uh, I believe it's called prevention.com. And it's just a list of deadly stuff we should avoid now. Before we get into that, I want to talk about the red meat dilemma. 
For every person that tells you red meat is bad for you, you can go online and find someone who says that it's nothing wrong with it. There's a book called How to Eat to Live that is a must read. I suggest you read that book, How to Eat to Live, and make up your own decisions about red meat. I don't know if what the health is the determining factor of changing your life, but you can watch What the Health and then read How to Eat to Live. And then that from that point on, you can decide where to go with it. But I have this list, like I said, it's from prevention.com. 25 foods you may want to avoid according to registered dietitians. And we're going to learn together. I'm I'm not claiming to know anything, but we're going to learn this together, right? Let's talk about it. The number one food on this list is fruit, canned, and syrup. Fruit, canned, and syrup. I like, so wait, let me just say this. I used to love fruit cocktail. Cans of fruit cocktail. Give me the cherry. They always have one cherry, half a cherry in there. But I wanted that cherry. I, I eat the whole thing, but I wanted that cherry. And guess what I used to think? This is healthy. I thought when I opened up a can of sweet, yummy fruit, that I was doing the most Not knowing I was doing the least They're saying that this is Really full of sugar And It's not good So we need to We need to look into canned fruit The next thing on this list Vegetable shortening Now I know from a fact I've been I've known this for years That you shouldn't be Using Shortening but what do we so what so what what are we supposed to use? Well, you have olive oil, right? Some people say it burns too quickly, and you can't you know you shouldn't let it get too hot. But you have olive oil. I use a lot of olive oil. People use peanut oil, coconut oil. There are other oils to use. We shouldn't have the can of lard, God forbid, on the side of the stove, or even somebody like uh, canola. Some some of these. Some of these things are good and you need to figure it out, pick through it and find out what's best for you. Or maybe you're like, I don't care. I like sh- vegetable shortness, whatever. The number three thing on this list, non-dairy coffee creamer. Right? Powdered non-dairy coffee creamer or even the liquid ones. Um, It's really not a... It's saying that it's, it, it has high fructose syrup that can damage your liver by increasing liver fat. And we don't want that. We definitely do not want that. So we're going to keep it moving. Number four is diet soda. I talked about diet soda in the beginning. We've known for years, at least 20 years, that diet, diet soda is horrible. And I knew someone that literally four or five times a day was drinking a diet soda in lieu of water. And even years ago, I was like, that's bad. That's really bad. I would stay away from diet soda, which I do because I don't like the taste. It tastes horrible. But I know some people who, who love it and live by diet soda. Reconsider. Number five, low fat peanut butter. I ain't even got to say why that's bad. That just sounds bad. I'm not even going to go any further into that. That sounds gross. Number six, tile fish. 
One fish you might want to avoid ordering when you're out in a seafood restaurant is tilefish, which is high in mercury, something that can actually cause poisoning if if eaten in too high concentration. Well, I don't even know what tilefish is. I would have to look that up because I never have ordered tilefish. Maybe it's a type of fish that has a bunch of different fish under it. I don't know. Number four, white flour based cereal. Yes, those sugary sweet breakfast cereals are delicious, but look out for whether they're made with white flour. Now, I've heard for years that white flour is bad because they strip the nutrients from it to make it white. Grains are not, in essence, are never they're not white. So any type of grain, white bread, any type of bread you see that's white has been stripped to make it white because wheat, wheat is not white, it's brown. Right? And it also says... It can cause a drop in your blood sugar. It can contribute to low energy, mood swings, and cravings. Instead, opt for a high fiber cereal like Bran Flakes. So that's the white flour cereal. You don't want to get it because a bunch of nonsense is going on. Number eight, non-organic strawberries. It's saying, believe it or not, it's basically saying that the pesticides, right, is a problem. Aside from the environmental concerns. So you don't want to eat non-organic strawberries. And I'm going to be honest. I don't even think about. I'll go get strawberries. When I go to the ice cream place. I'll get a sundae. Comes with strawberries. I never ask. Are these organic? Or if I get. Any type of. uh, I'll go get a a box of strawberries. At the. um, Store. You know, the, the little egg, the little egg crate. I never ask, are these organic? I never read it. So that's something I need to step on. I need to do. Number nine is salami. I don't even have to go into much of that. I don't like salami. I don't know too many people. I've never been somewhere where someone was like, break out that salami. Now, I'm sure it's on like, what do they make those? Those um, the Cuban sandwiches. I believe that has salami. I'm not sure. But I don't eat. I haven't eaten salami since like I was a child. And my mom would buy those packs, the Oscar Mayer packs that have all the meats in it. You would eat everything before you got to the salami, and then you would eat the salami because you had no choice. And I always had that little pepper type of thing in there. And that was always just too hot. It was it was gross. But some people like salami. Just think about it. it. Says cured meats have been linked to several nasty problems, including hypertension and heart disease. That's crazy because all kind of meat has been linked to that. But cured meats are, are are the highest ones. Cured meats, right? We're going to continue. Number 10. Now, this one's throwing me for a loop. Juice cocktail. I think I had juice cocktail today. A, 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 a cranberry mixed with pineapple. Don't let the word juice throw you off. The word cocktail indicates that a juice is mixed with sugar. So instead of a sugar-rich juice cocktail m- mixture... To start your morning, opt for a 100% fruit juice if you really want to indulge. So don't drink the little cocktails. They taste really good. I don't know if Naked is a juice cocktail or Snapple. I think Snapple's all juice. So Snapple may be fine. But I'm sure that Welch's makes a fruit a few juice cocktails that you might want to avoid. Number 11, packaged donuts. I don't need to say anything else about that. It's bad cholesterol. And bad for your heart. I mean, we all know that. You, No one's putting a donut in their mouth and not knowing something's wrong with that. Number 12, pre-made dough. 
Hmm, pre-made dough. That's interesting. As convenient as it may be, pre-made dough is high in artificial trans fats, namely hydrant hydrant hydrogenated oils, which we talked about earlier. By adding hydrogen to liquid vegetable oils to make them more solid. And those trans fats also increase your risk of heart disease and stroke. Wow. So pre-made dough. Very interesting. I went through a phase of going into the what was it? The 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 stop and shop and getting the little balls of dough from the they would have them in the freezers, not the free the frozen section, not the frozen. The fridge the refrigerator section and you can buy them two or three of them and I used to make doughboys in the house. And now they're telling me don't don't mess with the the pre-made dough. That's very interesting cuz not only was I Using pre-made dough, I was frying it and throwing powdered sugar on it. Good job. Number 14, instant noodles. I've heard so much about instant noodles being bad, but it says they have MSG. Right? And we really don't want MSG. That's always been... They've, they've banned MSG in a lot of places. I don't know how it's still able to be in our food. I, I saw something yesterday about MSG is in something that we're getting all the time. I can't remember... I just saw it literally last night. And if my memory serves me well, it was something that we always eat. Oh, Doritos. All right. 15. Artificial sweeteners. I don't have to tell anybody in here that artificial sweeteners are bad. Number 16. Table salt. I don't got to tell you that table salt is bad. Too much table salt. They're saying opt for sea salt or Himalayan salt, which I use both. Number 17. Packaged gelatin. That just sounds bad. Number 18, microwavable rice. Don't you ever disrespect me with no microwavable rice. Now, I have done it. Uncle Ben's has this minute cooked rice that you can use, but I don't use it anymore. I did go through a phase about three years ago where I bought quite a few boxes, bags of it. And it worked out fine, but we don't do that. We make real rice around here. Number 19, energy drinks. Say less. I don't even have to tell you what's wrong with an energy drink. That's something you can research on your own. Number 20, low-fat ice cream. It says, because low-fat or diet ice creams replace sugar with sugar alcohols, which, when consumed in excess, can have a laxative effect on the body. And if you have a sensitive stomach or digestive tract, You'll feel those effects even faster. Mm, interesting. I don't eat low-fat ice cream just because I just don't. That's not something I want to do in my life. But that's crazy that it's really bad for you. It seems like low-fat anything is actually is bad for you. It's, I don't know what's going on. This one right here rocked me to my core, right? Number 21. I'm going to tell you why. The Impossible Burger. I'm going to read the whole thing to you because this was news to me because I eat Impossible Burgers all the time. I probably had three impossible burgers last week trying to avoid meat. You understand? When I did those four years of pescatarian, I ate nothing but salmon, veggies, beyond meat, and impossible burgers. Right? And now we have this number 21 impossible burger is on this list of dangerous foods. Although it may seem like 
a, high, a healthier alternative to your standard burger. The Impossible Burger is made up of tons of ingredients that are completely synthetic. The burger also comes with a lot of flavor enhancers in it and is usually made up of a blend of soy protein, which means it doesn't contain a complete protein and is therefore pretty nutritionally lacking. One thing I'm always wary of is if something has the word trademark. So the Impossible Burger is trademarked and with those ingredients, you're not always going to know exactly what is in it. Wow. Interesting. That really shocked me. And I'm going to try to figure out where I want to go with Impossible Burgers. It's almost to the point you can't win. Number 22, cottonseed oil. They're saying it can trigger inflammation because it's high in omega-6 fatty acids. Number 23 is white rice. Don't you disrespect me. First you put microwave rice, rice and now you're going to put white rice. I'm going to read why because I don't know why white rice is bad for us. We're learning together. White rice is refined and processed, which means it's generally more destructive to your health than alternatives like ancient grains or wild rice. The main reason it can have a negative impact on your blood sugar levels. And in fact, because of that impact on blood sugar levels, eating white rice in excess has been linked to increasing your risk of type 2 diabetes. Well, ain't that a blip? I'm going to talk about that in my wrap up. 24, they're saying is sweet tea. Sugar sweetened beverages are high in yes sugar and don't provide much, if any, nutrition. And it could be linked to obesity, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease. And last but not least, pre-made pie cut crust. Hydrogenated oils are a type of trans fat, but even in a nutrition fact panel, says there are zero grams of trans fat. The product can still contain hydrogen, hydrogenated oil. So they're basically saying that the oil is bad in those pre-made pie crusts. So with all that being said, what did we hear? A lot of stuff that we thought, or at least I thought, was extremely good for you. White rice, impossible burgers, and I even would have bet the farm that nothing was wrong with really wrong with sweet tea. But when you wrap this stuff up and you think about it, it's, it's almost like, bro, we have no real options outside of almost eating next to nothing. Now, what I'm walking away with is organic. We should strive for organics. We should strive for more natural foods straight from the earth, not stuff that's processed. And if we are going to eat meat, we don't need to eat cured meats, right? And we would to we, we should try not to fry our meats. And we should try to limit the amount of meat we intake. We should stay away from diet soda. Soda in general, in my opinion. And I believe that the process or prepackaged things like the fruits and the dough and the pie crust, that stuff seems to be really not good for you. It seems like if you're not getting fresh ingredients and starting there, you're on a you're on a path of self-destruction. I can't say what to eat and what not to eat anymore. It's just too much. 
So what I do want to say is just use your instincts. Like when I went to the doctor and she used her instincts, I used my instincts just to go to her because most men wait to the last minute and then they're, they have no choice. I used my instincts, thanks to my wife, to go to her. She used her instincts to get me tested. And on the other side of that, I'm still here six years later. So use your instincts when you order these things. You can always find something on the menu that I think anywhere. You can go to McDonald's and find something that's healthy. And I'm not saying not to have your cheat days. Some days we just need something greasy. We need a Coke. We need fries. We just need it. Our body craves it. But I think we at this point, we have enough information. I think we have more than enough information to make healthy decisions. So with that being said, what I want to do is I want us all to just make healthier decisions. I think what we learned today is nothing's guaranteed. Life is short and we don't make it. We don't want to make it any shorter with bad eating. My name is Charles Brown. Thank you for watching Life Coach Charlie. I really appreciate it. I am actually going to be every Monday uploading a new episode on all podcast networks. So stay tuned. I appreciate you. Peace. Thank you.